Hello, hello. It's Brooke DeVard, host of Naked Beauty, and I could not be more excited about Kate Spade New York's summer collection. They are celebrating 30 years of the brand, and the Kate Spade New York design team really outdid themselves with this summer collection. There's a gorgeous lemon-inspired raffia bag that I love, and the Bahama sandals. It's a low heel with a feather detail at the toe. Take me on vacation immediately so I have an opportunity to wear these. Go to katespade.com to shop the Kate Spade New York summer collection now. I promise you're going to find something incredible for your summer outfits. Welcome to the Tom and Frenchie podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Konnichiwa to all our international listeners. And, uh, and, and uh, bonjour. We have the biggest guest ever on today's show. Let's just say Fat Pizza, Houzos, Bogan Hunter, Swift and Shift Couriers, and the all-new, what's it called? The Full Monty Show. That one as well. And and the Houzos versus the virus in three weeks. Oh, Houzos versus the virus. Versus the new the virus. one. Hell yeah. We got Paul. Do you like Paulie or Paul? Nah, only the police call me Paul. Call me Paulie. <laughs> Paulie Fennick here. Thanks for joining us, mate. He's a writer, director, producer, actor, comedian, pizza delivery guy. He's everything. I do a lot of stuff. I wish there was cloning like it sort of come through with the inventing at this point because... Would make my job a lot easier. It would, wouldn't know? it? I always think that, like extra cameramen, know what to do, all that stuff, an audio guy. What more of yourself? No, yeah. no, no, you wouldn't want no, that. No, I'm a terrible worker. No. <laughs> what? Uh, where are you I'm right now? I'm a great now? worker. Me, I'm in a secret uh, studio location that I hang out in naked most of the time. <laughs> so I've just got dressed just for this uh, podcast. Like it. It's kind of got like a strip club vibe with those curtains and that lovely uh, couch. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of action happens in this room, man. You should see the other side. I can't even show you what happens over there. Have you ever it's thought about PG is part of the house? Have you thought about doing like a fat pizza porno version? Because I'd watch that, like a porn porn parody. It's interesting, actually. I have seen that porno where the guy comes in and there's a hole in the pizza, and, <laughs> so we could easily do that. You know? yeah. yeah, we could. And, and they call we, it fat. We pizza. actually have a porn star on the show. Yeah, that's awesome. Which one's that? Jazz, I think it's Yasmin Scott, a legitimate porn star. I didn't know. That's it. awesome. I didn't know she was, but it's all the you know, you name it. The all the hardcore stuffs all in there. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I got to check out the uncut version then. Mm. Jasmine Scott, mm. by the love of Scott, was it? Beam me up, Scotty. Does she say that? That's her catchphrase. That's in her porn. catchphrase. They say it to her. Look, man, no, she just she just takes huge, humongous dicks in her ass. That's, <laughs> that's what I saw of it. Humongous, like. A dick as big as my as my arm. Was was that uh, improvised stuff? or was that, was that written in? <laughs> my fake arm or the uh, no no this is this is her real porn career not it's not in the show. Yeah. But if you do Google her Yasmin Scott, you will find some pretty kinky stuff there. She yeah, I was going to say a few spots in the last. I was going to say I'm not sure if that's allowed on Australian TV. One day, uh, it should be huge cocks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, mm. that'd be nice. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, man. So you know, you're, you're not, you're not going to see double anal on Home and Away anytime <laughs> soon. I reckon they should do an adults-only Home and Away where it's just like heaps cooked. Like Alf does have like a rape dungeon or something. That'd be good. I'd watch it. There's been those, there's been those rumors for years, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How have you been going with uh, lockdown? You made you made a new houseos while in lockdown, which is pretty productive. We haven't done anything exciting like yeah, that. Yeah, mate. Look. In, in all honesty, it was a bit of a pain in the first bit of it because when the restrictions first came in, we couldn't do fat pizza, which we were planning to do. I'd written it all and we were just about to start and then all those bloody restrictions came mm. in and uh, we decided to change because there was too many interstate uh, cast members uh, for fat pizza. Like we've got a lot of people from Melbourne, a lot of you know other states. So I thought we just have to do a smaller show while the restrictions were in. When they first came in and they were full on, uh, so we did houses versus the virus because we, we found some you know, tricky ways of dealing with all the protocols, the COVID protocols that you have to do and <laughs> yeah. the workplace and all that business, the rules, the rules. What happened to us, Australia? Too many rules. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't even get us fucking started. Yeah, Frenchie hasn't been able to tour in forever. Did you have a tour coming up as well, stand up? Yeah, I had plenty of stuff uh, on offer. So, um, I mean, that's the only bummer for me, but... I mean, in all honesty, I've been pretty busy, you know, sort of the restrictions came in. We worked on that series very quickly. It's finished. I had a month off and now I'm starting a new season. Nice. Of pizza. Like, 
So I've got to write. I've got to, but I've got to rewrite it now, which is a bit of a bummer. You got to be one of the most consistent people in Australian TV, I reckon. In comedy, definitely hardest working. You're always always creating something. Man, I, I never take for granted the fact that uh, you know people have been so kind to me to give me such a great career. You know, so I feel like every single person I meet that tells me they love the stuff or watch it, I feel like I'm working as hard as I can for them. You know. Like oh, it's, awesome. I just feel like I can't get lazy, you know. Yeah. Like people give you that uh, that special gift of like a mad career, like you just can't be like if you're lazy and you're a performer and you don't appreciate the uh, you know the people who are watching you, you're a stooge. You deserve to be <laughs> yeah, thought fucking stooge, bro. Stooge for sure. Yeah. Do you mind? Um, I was gonna. So I did my research because I'm a professional podcaster, Paulie. And I was looking at how you got. You look a bit stoned. Um, bro, I <laughs> had a. I'm not gonna lie to you. Had a box weekend on the uh, on the weekend. Obviously, that's when it happened. <laughs> and I'm fucking still rattled. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was uh I had a big fr- I had a big Friday night I get I get uh, I go to sleep at uh 5 a.m. and I'm Oof. like no 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 that's good like start whatever started like 3 p.m. on my like, 5 a.m. good session let me sleep boys but there was two on a fucking bender who didn't want anyone to sleep so every sort of 20 minutes they were charging in people's rooms throwing stuff at them turning the lights and the fans on like uh kind of like how they torture prisoners. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And so that just rattled me the whole rest of the weekend. Sounds like a lot of COVID uh, restrictions being broken. Here, right? <laughs> it does, doesn't <laughs> it? Right? People were allowed to be in that <laughs> house. I agree. We're just sneezing on each other and shit. Anyway, so I was saying, I was researching how you got into it because I'm always interested in how people get their starts. And I, I read something very interesting about your Tropfest uh, uh, movies. Can you tell our listeners about that? The one you won. Tell us about that. Oh, look, I, I wanted quite a few, actually. Uh, the first time I went in, with, it was with a short film called Pizza Man based on my experiences as a real pizza delivery person. Uh, and it came third. And that year, um, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were judges. So it was oh, a pretty wow. big year. Fuck, that's uh, sick. Then the next, yeah, it was cool. And then the next year, I won a thing called uh, the Audience Prize at Tropfest again uh, with a film called Space Pizza, which was about a pizza guy who gets abducted by aliens. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm sensing the theme here. A little bit of probing, not much. <laughs> just a little bit of probing. Like and, um, it, but I think the one that you're probably interested in is there was one year where I had a, actually, I'd won a different film festival and that film went into Drop Fest, but not for competition because I was in it. It was another like kind of one I normally do. And I made another film because a comedian, Ostentatious, uh, you may or may, may or not have heard of, now he's 100 years old. Um, <laughs> he had twisted my arm to make a film for him. So I did. And we made this little film and I didn't think it would get into Tropfest. And I knew that if I put it in under my own name as the director, would have no chance because I already had a film in. You know, they just go, now come on, he's getting greedy. <laughs> so me and the editor just had a laugh. We said, look, just who do, who do you reckon they would want to win this festival this year? <laughs> And we were just sitting there and we got probably some rich kid, some rich chick from, I don't know, some Jewish student, film student or something like that. So we make up the name. We go, what about, let's say Laura Feinstein made this film, right? So we made up this Laura Feinstein. And then you wouldn't fucking believe it. The, the film won. And I have to get up in front of like, you know, 30,000 people and explain that I bullshitted them. And Samuel Jackson was giving me the award. Oh, and all shit. the cast of Star Wars was sitting out in the audience. So, fucking how embarrassing is that? That's and then I nearly had a punch a punch up with John Paulson. He's the guy who used to run Trop Fest. <laughs> anyway. I'd back it was, you in. It made the news. It was a funny night, but that, it wasn't that enjoyable. It was that nice. is fucking incredible. <laughs> Laura Feinstein wins the award and you get up. That must have been like all time. Were they? Did they want to take the award off you, or it was all good? Nah, yeah, look, it was. It was just they just what they did in the end is create a Paul Fennec clause in the applications now, so <laughs> you have to show ID. In the old That's days, it. you didn't. <laughs> You're fucking up the system, but like some of those festivals and competitions are so bullshit. They're like chosen on the narrative, not on the work. You know what I mean? They want mm. certain demographics to win. Oh, it's getting even more oh, strict. Yeah, yeah, look. Uh, Look, I'm not going to argue, but um, it was kind of weird. I felt like uh, there was much better films that year. But the, <laughs> the film that we had had kind of, I guess, I don't know, it was about anti-Semitism and it was made by a chick, you know, they thought. <laughs> so I think that they kind of, I don't know. My, my, I don't know what I call it. Like I was really, I was being very, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, how do you say it? Um, well, you know, I, I kind of didn't think they would be as kind of, 
politically correct as they were in their mm. choice of a winner, let's say. Yeah. So I, my, I was, I kind of was surprised, but I wasn't, you know. Was <laughs> yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. But they got stooged. You know, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get the fucking trying to get the just chicks for the sake of it. I don't have nothing against chicks winning prizes, but you know, you should win the thing on like the quality of the film, not yeah, the gender it. of the person who made it. So. Yeah, that's totally anyway. it. So what? When did you start? So that was obviously when you started getting good at making films. What age were you when you first started? Oh no! Like I actually started making little movies um, in my side passage with a like a, a beta cam machine that had a long cable to a, like a, a remote camera. And you, in those days, you used to have like I was about probably fifteen or fourteen, and you had to like press pause. Like when you wanted to like do a scene, you had to kind of go press record, do the shot, and then press pause for the next shot. Yeah. It was that limited back then, you know. Fucking so, um, but it did teach me a lot about how how to make films, you know, because you have to think about you're editing on the run, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, do you so remember any of those early ones? Oh, they were all pretty silly. I remember, you know, sort of me as Spider-Man versus Dracula or something was maybe <laughs> the first one. And, then there was some other one I made about, I don't know, it was like most of my shows, was, there was a fight, and there was some running around, yeah. and I don't know, there was some ethnics in it. So, you know, I think the, the template was set early yeah. on. You, know? <laughs> you found the formula early, that's good. That's good, yeah. And Valiant, so I had Valiant back then, so, you know, I was driving around in my Valiant, you know, as well. You know. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, inner city, Sydney. Yeah. So like Stanmore, Marrickville, kind of Leichhardt, you know, the kind yep. of uh, when they when they were kind of much tougher areas than they are these days. Yeah, I heard it used to be a completely different vibe around there. Like you wouldn't walk around there at night. Now it's like all little hipster bars hipster. and <laughs> completely different. It used, to, it used to it was that rough when I was about eleven. I went to like um, back in those days they had the old tabletop video games, you know, in the in the milk bars. So we, I was just playing it, uh, like, and this is how rough it was. I was just playing, and I finished the game, stood up, and a guy just punched me in the face for nothing. <laughs> oh, it was rough. You must have been he too good. Punch, just finishing up your pack, man. That was yeah. it. Was it the guy you were playing against, or just a random? <laughs> it was just a random just guy. A random. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You learn to be on your toes growing up in those those, yeah. those days in those areas. That's for sure. I guess it was, maybe it was like a locals only milk bar. Did he? Did yeah. you look at him funny? Sometimes you can look at people funny. Who knows? But it was just <laughs> like there was lots of fighting in those days, man. You know, like every, every, you could have a fight any day. You, you could fight three times a day if you really wanted to in those days. Everyone would fight. Like now, you know, if somebody sneezes at the other person, they call the cops. But back <laughs> then, you know, like you could have a brawl and they'd be turned up. You know, it's weird. That's crazy. I don't know what's better. The over-policed nanny state that we live in or the violent times of the past? I can't tell you. We need to have a revolution. I'm with you. I'm with you. We need to start a coup. That's what, When we were in lockdown, I was getting very close to starting a... Well, not. I wasn't going to start it, but I was like, You're trying to should we overthrow one. the government so we can live <laughs> like Australians again? Mm. Half joking. <laughs> Half. I'm, I'm just moving to Sweden. Fuck it. You know? I've been to Sweden. Right they They're... just go, fuck the virus. And they're beautiful. You survive, over there. You do it, you don't, you don't. Yeah. Beautiful women, beautiful women over there. Yeah, that's too that's tall a plus. for me, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's true, okay. True. I'd still have a crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so after Tropfest, um, you kind of had success there, and then did you go straight into trying to sell like longer form, or what was your plan? Well, I had a bit of a weird career path. I was sort of, uh, you know, I finished high school, and then um, I was sort of. I went in the army reserves for a while and then I kind of got a job at the ABC sweeping floors, mm. like in the studio. And from that job, I got a job in staging, what they call stage hand and used to do props and put the sets together and all that sort of stuff. So by the time I made those chop fest movies, I'd actually been in TV for maybe about eight years. Wow. And at the ABC, I worked my way up from basically being a shit kicker to being a, a junior director. You know, because oh, cool. it was it was kind of a weird path, but you could do it back in the ABC if you had talent back in those days. Very difficult these days, and um, so yeah. And by I think again, by the time I sort of was making those short movies, I'd made ads, I'd made music videos, documentaries, wow. reality TV. So um, yeah, and then I don't know. It started a whole new. Well, it wasn't instantaneous. Like I had the short films, and then I don't know how many years later it was. I ended up working at SBS for something completely different. And they had South Park on and South Park killed it in the ratings. So they wanted like an Australian South Park. Oh, nice. So I said, oh, fuck, have a look at these little uh, movies I've done. This could be funny. We do pizza, you know, the pizza concept. 
Anyway, so I made a pilot. Six months later, nothing. They made us make another pilot. Another eight months passed. This boss just could not make a decision, you know. This guy who was at the top of the, you know, decision-making chain. Now, I, I, my condolences to the guy, but out of the blue, he just had a sudden heart attack and died. Right? Oh, shit. And his replacement came in and greenlit pizza within two weeks. Oh, so yeah. somebody had to die for the show to get up. That's real. That's a true story. <laughs> I didn't kill him, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Seems suspicious. Right, <laughs> So, so after that, you literally got greenlit. How many episodes did you make in the first season? I think we did eight or something, yeah. And uh, look, you know, you could never have picked that it would be as, have the longevity that it has, you know, ultimately. Yeah, because I, um, I remember stumbling on it as a kid and like, well, like a teenager and I couldn't believe it. I was just so unreal. It was like, there was nothing like that on Australian TV. So everyone was talking about it at school. It really hit hard. Well, you know, like I, I was always a big fan of like action comedy from the American, like Eddie Murphy sort of stuff, Trading Places, um, or John Landis, the director, like a lot of Blues Brothers, you know. Um, so for me, comedy, the best comedy that I love, The Three Stooges, is always physical kind of or film comedy, you know. Yeah. And I didn't see anything like that in or many places really for TV shows. So um, that's the kind of comedy I wanted to do, and I think I still do. You know, I like I like action over jokes. You know, like I like to see someone getting run over, or <laughs> you know. You've always got epic a fights. Dog biting things. someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a bunch of bunch of Africans being chased by a sausage dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so you had pretty much it was successful straight away the series, and they kind of re- realized that they uh, need to make it, more. Or uh, it was weird. It was, you know, we did it did well. Like the um, the repeat actually went huge i think the first time around i remember at one stage we were described as the worst show on tv <laughs> by some reviewer where's that where's that cut now where's that dog <laughs> fucking stooge probably had a heart attack <laughs> he's not reviewing anything you anymore. gave him another heart attack did you took down another one i went around got through with the heart attack <laughs> heart attack with a bottle <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing what you can what you can do with one of those stun guns, eh? Just joking. Uh, <laughs> you you milk barred him. You're like, who's the king of the milk bar now, reviewer? <laughs> That's right. Anyway, um, so anyway, the, the repeat from the first season killed it, and then they wanted some more, and then season two was huge, like really big. I mean, for SBS, they they didn't uh, have they didn't make anything that was rating as well as what we were doing, and. Um, I don't know. Then we, I think, then we made the pizza movie, and then we made pizza three, and then all the other stuff. We've just been making stuff ever since. It's like since, and that's we're talking about nineteen ninety eight was the first pilot. Hectic. It's fucking. That's absolutely. That's more than twenty years, right? That's <laughs> iconic. Twenty years to be around is insane in this industry, especially um, in Australia. Like in America, there's so many more doors and opportunities. I feel like it's a bit more limited here. So right, it's super. Yeah, there's impressive. like five people who are allowed to make things in Australia, <laughs> and you're just fucking lucking out. Well, working hard. Especially, especially, especially when you're five foot six and you're a little, a little ethnic looking guy on Australian <laughs> TV. You couldn't have any more handicaps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've obviously. I mean, how, many, how, many, how many five foot six ethnic guys do you see on TV? You know, not many. Not many. Yeah, that's right. What I, what I find really cool about your shows is, do you cast real people or actors? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't call a lot of them actors. That's, well, that's <laughs> what I like. That's what I was getting yeah, into. Some. You cast a lot of like characters, don't you? Like people you like, you like you can be on screen, you'll be fucking funny, sort of thing like that, don't you? Yeah, look. Well, I've I think the history of screen comedy proves it doesn't matter how good of an actor you are, you just have to be funny. You know, exactly. like, some people have a funny voice, <laughs> some have a funny head. Um, you know, some of the guys use. They do really funny, uh, you know, ethnic characterizations. Usually they're doing their dads or their mums, you know, mm. like it's what they're, they're doing, just bringing their community to, through comedy to the on screen. But yeah. um, I just find, yeah, it's anyone who's funny that I think has got some screen uh, quality, I'll use them, you know, regardless of their uh, experience. That's that's really cool. So uh, Tom was going to do a quick audition for you <laughs> just in case you had any oh, roles okay. going. Um, can you give him a character you'd like him to play? Make it as ethnic as you want. Yep. Uh, he's, got, he's got a bit of a big head, so maybe mm. we can make him the planet Naburu. Have you heard about okay. the planet Naburu? I have Planet X? No, but I'd love to hear about it. Apparently there's a rogue... 
there's a rogue planet wandering our galaxy and it's supposed to like destroy the earth eventually that's the conspiracy theory okay i like that but you, you don't even know about this planet so my joke is gone basically <laughs> i was trying to say you got a big head looks like a planet but we'll do something different now. yeah you're a planet <laughs> I don't know, uh, we can work with that you're a planet who's come down to australia to be a sex pest and you take uh photos of people sleeping okay um, in housing commissions obviously can i get an accent like can you get an accent uh, yeah, yeah, do an pick an accent. I'm sort of thinking like Jeffrey Epstein's kind of Australian cousin. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's hot. Okay, um, so I'm entering as the planet. Yep. You've never I'll, met I'll me. be reading the lines. I'm, I'm the. Oh, you got to be don't, in it. Don't, don't worry be... about the planet. Just, just be the Epstein cousin. The Epstein. <laughs> okay, Epstein's cousin. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jeffrey Epstein's cousin. Um, I'm here to give you a massage. You called. Um, I did not call. I'm just busy doing my stop go sign. Sorry. Well, it's on go, so this massage <laughs> is going to happen whether you like it or not. Excuse me, mate. Excuse me. Hi. Y you've hit the wrong place. The primary school's down the road. Oh, my bad. Is this the high school? Ugh, too old. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Okay, and scene. And that's a scene. scene. Yeah, that was yeah, scene. It's not that was very good. It's, it's very good. It's very good. It's like a classy pedophile. <laughs> yeah, well, he had a lot of money, old Epstein. He had his own island, mm. if you didn't know. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that, man. There's, there's definitely there's a bit of talent there. You know, I could sort of, you know, <laughs> I could see you doing something or other. I'm not quite sure what. Yeah, you yeah know. I appreciate yeah. it. Touching kids. That's uh, what he could do. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, I, I have actually written a whole, I've written a whole thing for our new pizza series about, like, uh, my character... He has to escape Australia. It's the guy won't bore you with all of that, but he ends up uh, getting a job in the South America, working on an island as the pool boy. And it ends up being Epstein. You I know? love that. And, and you and you find out the Illuminati's in there. There's reptilians. It's all it's all happening at the Epstein Island, mate. That is so good. Where did you Where are you filming that at? Well, we weren't meant to do a lot of it in Melbourne, so we'll yeah. see what happens. That's what I was wondering. Like, how are you gonna How are you gonna do a Brazilian island in a uh... In Mount Druid or wherever. Uh, <laughs> oh, mate, we don't. I got my ways. Don't worry. <laughs> Camera tricks, you well, know. Well, he is dead, so maybe you could actually go over to his island and have a bit of a look around. That'd be bloody interesting. There's probably no coronavirus. Yeah, they're turning there. into a theme yeah. park, I think. Are they? Yeah. Theme park. Yeah. You got to be this tall to ride. And, under. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Under. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's one line I do like in it. I, I sort of because I start making drinks as well while I'm working there, like barm and pool guy sort of thing. <laughs> And he explains to me, uh, you know, there's a VIP over there. Look after him very much. And it ends up being Prince Andrew. <laughs> and um, But then he, he says to me, he goes, look, he goes, if any girls come to the bar, don't check IDs. <laughs> 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 House policy. <laughs> That's awesome. He's such a creep. He is the worst. you got to get him all sweaty because he said he never sweats. He should be sweating heaps. <laughs> He's an incredible oh, we character. We've got this great guy we used this actor years ago in pizza. He plays, we used to do Prince Charles. He's in Melbourne. He'd be perfect. He just does the best kind of royal that funny. You know, thing. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully we get it all done. Yeah, no, nah, you'll get there. Hopefully it starts picking up again. Yeah, just donate any more bats, everyone. Everyone needs to sign a, a petition saying, oh, we're not going to eat any more bats and then we'll all be good. Oh, oh they are pretty delicious. I did it. Well, I, that's actually in the series too. I end up um, at the Wuhan fish market <laughs> smuggling lizards. Anyway, so, that's you know, so good. Well, I eat a bat. Or I bite a bat. The bat bites me, so then I rip it. I bite its head off. The Aussie Osborne. Aussie Osborne. Yeah. Aussie Osborne. Yeah. Love that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, that sounds fucking hilarious. So that's is that the one that's coming that's, up that's in a like, in a few weeks? No, nah, that's I'm just that's pizza. That's next year, but yeah, um, yeah. the. The Houses versus the virus lockdown is, is pretty funny. It's like all the classic Houses characters and um, the worst social distancing offenders are all put into one house. <laughs> oh. um, and it's just about how this, they escape just for drugs. <laughs> it's pretty much the storyline every episode. <laughs> how are they going to get drugs this week? That is so yeah. good. That's pretty accurate. That's relatable. Yeah, that I think that's accurate. Because it was hard to get them during lockdown. <laughs> You, you, you want to laugh? It was meant to go on air maybe a month or two two, two months ago, mm. but then because we did a show about public housing lockdown with the virus, 
those freaking idiots in Melbourne, once they got oh, locked down, we became too topical. True. To, to delay it, you know? Can you yeah. believe that? We it wasn't even it wasn't even the thing we predicted it. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's so that would funny. have been way better. Yeah, that's use that. Use that to sell to get views. That that would have got some good press. You would think so, but mm, they're pretty touchy. I don't know, they just got a bit nervous. Because it's on seven seven mate. Is that right? Seven mate. Yes, yeah, yeah. What do you it's pretty good, man? It's it's actually a good series. What do you prefer filming? Houses or pizza? They always end up being equally painful. Although I get more, there's more sort of painful. chicks for Frankie and houses, which yeah, is not that's bad. Better. Yeah, that's better. Um, more fun to shoot. I mean, Frankie, sort of, I like the character. He kind of never loses, you know, like he always beats the cops. He <laughs> gets three sips with chicks. He gets, doesn't give a fuck. He's got SDIs. He doesn't care. You know, like there's uh, something cool about that kind of character, you know, whereas Paulie's like, I don't know. He just, He's he's a bit more of an idiot, like the the, the pizza character. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Frank to me is, is like the Bogan Fonzie, so he's, yeah, he's a cooler fun. character. Bogan Fonzie, that is a that perfect is a great... way to describe him. <laughs> That's so good. Do, which do you have like a favorite character out of all your series that you you like writing for? You like seeing him act? Uh, you mean myself or other actors or uh, everyone you write? Like all your characters. Uh, look, you know it's. I think what's what I do like the most is when we find someone new who's really good, um, and there's been so many over the years. You know, the girl who plays Shaz is one. You know, we discovered yeah, Rebel great. Wilson. Uh, Rebel yeah. Wilson, that's right. Jabba back in the day. Uh, Kev the Kiwi, he's another great. Yeah, he's find. Real funny. Um, we we actually just found this girl. Uh, I forget her surname, Cairo, but she plays Shaz's daughter in the new <laughs> season. Awesome. Her name's Holden. And um, <laughs> fucking, she's so good as Shaz's daughter. Like we have these awesome slow motion punch ups between mother and daughter. Um, so I think maybe she might be my favorite. Just recently, just because I didn't expect her to do so well. You yeah, know? that's awesome. But uh, pleasurizing, favorite character, pleasantly surprised. Do you it's, get it's a a cut of a Rebel Wilson's earnings since you you, should, are, yeah. you made her? <laughs> nah. Well, she gives me nothing, mate. Not even, not even a fucking handshake. Fuck bullshit. you, rebel. <laughs> Fuck you, rebel. You ungrateful fucking bitch. You are <laughs> not even a Christmas card. Not even a not card. Even a Christmas card. You got, what the hell? You got the fucking Hollywood based on all the stuff we fucking tortured. You didn't even give us one fucking Christmas card. Not, Fuck you. Not one Christmas card. <laughs> not a slab. Nothing. Not a shard. Nothing. Mate. I'm only asking for a card. You know, it's not like I'm saying give me a pallet of you know Johnny Walkers. You know, like blue. Anyway, yeah, everyone says Excellent. Home and Away makes all the Hollywood stars. I like to no, think it's, it's more of a pizza, pizza, pizza thing. That's what I say. Pizza makes. <laughs> well, stars. she's doing that show, Pooch Perfect. So you could get your dog on there, maybe start some beef. Oh, that could be good. Or yeah, that's a good idea. I, I, I should have snuck on that show. Yeah, for sure. Snuck on with the fans. Yeah, it would have been good. By the way, um, I watched, I watched the whole first episode of your new show, and you weren't even in it. <laughs> You weren't oh, in it yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hadn't seen it either. They told me it was on. I said, "Oh, yeah, everyone, I'm on." You were at and the. Everyone goes, "You weren't in that episode." <laughs> oh, fuck. They put you at the preview in the start to draw us in, and then <laughs> then you weren't even in it. The first episode. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" So I, I, I can't watch myself on that show. I'll tell you one thing that I, I will admit one thing about myself. I hate seeing myself on TV as myself, not in character. Like I just oh, hate not that. Used so to I can't it. watch bloody. Right oh, I just, fuck, you know, I don't want to see myself like in real life. I'm living real life, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. It's hard enough now I'm going to look at myself doing real life. Well, sort of faking it a bit. I'd rather be in character anyway. Nobody wants real life. Yeah, like mm, it is more fun. Everyone gets enough real life in their own real life. They want some fun fake life. They want Epstein's Island right. jokes. Jokes, not... Exactly, not, exactly, exactly. Not going there. I had this one... Um. <laughs> When I, I got on a like a skit show, they did a skit show for the internet people. Like maybe it was a couple of years ago, they promoted me on it. They put me in it. In eight episodes, I was in there for about thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was so spewing. Oh really? That's rough. I was so spewing. Oh yeah, it was the same thing. I was like, everyone watch this. I'm fucking made it. Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> it was thirty seconds, and it wasn't my best work. It was. I think my advice to you is to become a producer, director, writer, actor. Then you can't you can't cut yourself out. So you got the power. Give yourself. No one can cut you out if you write yourself in everything. You know? <laughs> How do you find doing all those things? I feel like that's just a fucking stress attack. Is it a lot? 
Yeah, look, it's not, yeah, it's certainly not easy. Like, and the budgets are getting lower and lower, which mm. makes it even more tricky. But, um, you know, you just, look at, you know, I said a bit of army experience. I was a boxer. I've had real jobs in real life and TV is a lot easier. Mm. So definitely, I just, you know, suck it, suck it up and just work hard and try yeah. and do it as good as it can be. You know? Is there any advice you'd give to your young self now that you've done about 20 <laughs> to years? Self. How 20 old? years. Like starting out in 1998, what would you have said to yourself now that you've got 20 years experience? What would I have said to myself? Here's a list of cunts to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> Love Professional <that. laughs> and private life. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot, isn't there? To you you meet a lot. <laughs> I've got a bit of a list. but uh, I don't know. Professionally, no. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it'd be weird. I, I think I was just all this stuff that sort of happened to me was just, there was so many twists and turns of just dumb luck and just, I don't know, uh, op being opportunistic and, you know, having to meet a challenge when it was there. So there wasn't one thing or another that made it easy or difficult. It just, it's just like, it's always a constant uh, kind of battle to get it up the show or not the dick and um, <laughs> then sort of make it, you know, when people like say, what advice would you give to your younger self? All I think about is like telling my younger self, who wins which sporting competitions so I could bet on them, <laughs> make some fucking money, you know what I mean? That's smart. Yeah. That, of course, the lotto numbers would be so easy, you know, if you could just, you know, but um, they probably wouldn't be allowed if the time machine thing happened mm. and you got to go and art. You know, they'd probably make you fill out a form saying, you know, look, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you reveal any future earnings, we'll fucking send you to this stone age and you're not coming back. <laughs> Did you, um, this is, is kind of not related. Have you seen Chris Evans lately? Captain America got a leaked dick nah. pic. He got a leaked dick pic on his Instagram. What are we dealing with? I don't, I don't know who he is, and I wouldn't look at his dick pic anyway. Sometimes we like to sometimes pic. we like to talk about trending topics on this podcast, and that was one that's gone through my uh, Facebook chats at the moment, and it's very impressive, as you might really? expect. Yes. Oh wow, good on him. But so on, he's got a big dick on his Instagram story to twenty million people. He accidentally Fuck. put a picture of his camera roll, and the one of the corners was the dick pic. Oh, that's embarrassing. In stage. Well, it's a rookie funny. era. Probably could have used him on the full Monty. Yeah. <laughs> so in that show, do you you actually get your dicks out? Do right? you get them out? Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. you know I, I sort of got a bit ripped off. Is um, they told me that okay, so you learned this silly dance, which wasn't that hard to be honest with you. I mean, the, the other guys acted like it was so difficult, but it's because they were sportsmen, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You ever tried to teach a sportsman anything apart from sport, you know? Yeah, Wayne like, Carey uh, looked a bit goofy. It's like trying to teach a monkey how to drive a car. Eh? <laughs> Wayne Carey looked a bit goofy when I watched the first episode. Looked like he was going to struggle. Yeah, he's made his. Well, he was, anyway, he was but, looking. Um, he was looking for wives to fuck. He wasn't worried about dancing. Maybe I said the wrong name. Well, uh, yeah, who do you, who do you mean? Wayne anyway. Carey. Mm, I don't know. Go on. <laughs> so, yeah, you learn the silly dance routine and you do it. And then um, in front of like a full theatre of people, probably about 2,000 people. Yeah. And at the end of it, yeah, you got to whip it out, you know. But it was a bit like, you know, the other guys were so worried. I was like, oh. The bummer for me is I was the smallest prick, like literally the smallest prick there. Everyone, <laughs> like I'm 5'6". Everyone's it all started six foot. There was one guy who was like 6'4". You know, oh, that's shit. unfair, man. That I mean, is. putting putting a guy with a six foot, imagine the size of his dick. I didn't look, but I'm just guessing it's massive, <laughs> you know. Just by, and then, yeah, it should be. You know, be. like, even when I was a boxer, I was only a lightweight, you know. So <laughs> I just had no chance in the size terms, no chance. But anyway. Yeah, but the yeah. funny thing was, at the end of it, they said, you, you, you whip it out, these fireworks go off. The fireworks are supposed to meant to cover your bits right. or whatever. And then that's the show. They said, show's over. I said, oh, I said, cool. So I went backstage and I thought, you know what? Fuck it, I've been... They've all seen my gear anyway. I'll do a nudie run for the audience. Yeah, I so I did two nudie runs, <laughs> assuming that they wouldn't be on the broadcast. And now they're on the fucking broadcast, I was told. So anyway, <laughs> there you go. That seems funny. Did you, did you fluff it up a bit? Take some, take some of them before the show? We all attempted to, but, you know, once you're up there dancing in front of 2,000 <laughs> people, it just shrinks back. Yeah, that's you know? true. I would have got like a prosthetic, like yeah, a really, prosthetic. really big black one or something. Put some Play-Doh yeah. on it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fine. I, w I was going to stick something on there for comedy's sake. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I an alligator face or something. <laughs> thing and some googly I eyes. I went to these weird set shops and I found these weird 
these cock cage things, which was, uh, were pretty funny. But um, then you had to put the thing on you, though. It was just torture. It was like something from, you know, I don't know, uh, Guantanamo Bay, you know what I mean? Like, so that didn't work. And then in the end, I thought, you know what? It's sort of cheating. Like everyone else, the other guys were going to whip it out. We yeah, also, yeah. Uh, you know, so I just did it. Nah, fair enough. Now, it was, it was actually a, a funnier show than I thought when I watched it yesterday. Well, I was um, peeing next to my mate on the barks. Oh, no. This is half related. <laughs> and um, it was at the toilet. Usually you go urinal, you don't see. So it was at the toilet. We both, so I had a very good view of his penis. <laughs> no, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. He doesn't roll his foreskin back to pee. So he doesn't aim and he just flops it out and lets it go like the ante. Like sprinkler. So the sprinkler, he does a sprinkler. Yeah. And we couldn't get over it. I couldn't. It was like. That's animal uh, behavior. It was animal behavior. That's not First normal, First of all, is you're it? not meant to look at each other's dicks. Yeah, you are. On a box, you are. Eh. Mm. Full Monty, is it allowed to I'm circumcised, dicks? so I can't, I can't yeah, relate can't to the relate. story. Yeah. But you look at the boys' dicks, don't you? <laughs> I didn't have a look, mate. Honestly, I, I didn't want to look at all. I was looking at the audience. There was a chick with big tits that came with me. <laughs> okay, I was well, staring at them most Well, you're on, you're on Tom's side here. I'd probably be... Uh, I'd be looking at the dicks. I want to see what the boys are rolling with. See some of the celebrity dick. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's just weird. I mean, look, you know, it's not like I haven't seen what a dick looks like, you know. I look at porn every day. But <laughs> I just didn't want to see their dicks because they're right next to me, you know. I don't know. It's a proximity. <laughs> Too close proximity dick syndrome. That's what I think it was. Yeah, that does yeah. happen. PT, PDDD or whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, I think he should have rolled it back. It's it's yeah uh, yeah well at least hygienic, held it at least held it more hygienic. He was just uh, like freehanded. He was freehanding too. That's yeah. It was that's COVID safe though. Not touching yeah, anything. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, I know. We've we've all got it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> well, I don't you, know what else I can add to that anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you find because with some of your movies you worked with like bigger production companies? How do you find working with them? Is it too many cooks in the kitchen? Is it worse or is it more fun with a bigger budget? Oh, it depends, you know. Um, look, it's not my. Uh, look, if somebody would give me the money, I'll happily make it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not good at working low budget. I'll probably just pocket half the money. You know? <laughs> but, um, well, you got to pay yourself for eight different roles. That's right. But uh, I guess look, uh, the bigger crews, the, the the more traditional way other people work, I find them a bit slow. You know, yeah, so um, super slow. We generally have so many scenes and so much action, and you know, people who've worked with us, you know, we just go. You know, there's no time to stooge around. You know, like it's just. You're in cars one minute, you're on the street, there's a fight scene, there's a sex scene, there's, you know, there's a scene with the pizzas. And, you know, it's like lunchtime now, so let's do another five hours, you know. They're, um, sounds they're like pretty a fun intense. Set. Most sets no, that's sitting around. That sounds like, because I feel like real productions, it ruins the energy because it's so slow. They take like seven hours to set up a shot and you're fucking tired by the time you're shooting. So. Especially in comedy where it's like you no, use your energy on one of your bloody close-ups or some stupid shot they won't even use. It's your best take. hundred percent, guys. Like I, for those exact reasons, uh, yeah. The that's one thing I learned actually when I was at the ABC. I used to work on those sitcoms. There's one called Mother and Son, which you probably would have heard of a hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, and they used to rehearse the fuck out of it, you know, because it was a lot. It was live, so they had like a studio audience. But by the time they did the jokes, you know, ten hours later, you know, it was so stale and there was no fun and it was just like, I don't know. So it really put me off those big crews actually really put me off that style of filmmaking you know yeah, totally. although that said i did work on a, a pretty big movie and i really enjoyed it i was in paul hogan's last movie the oh yeah excellent mr dundee they, they shot a bit here and a bit overseas and um i had a great time but you know it Fuck was, yeah. it was when, a, a bludge for me when's that coming out oh, it's already come out they they were going to put it in the cinemas but because of covid it went straight uh, to amazon or something so that's what yeah that's it yeah. that'd be cool He's a bit of a legend, isn't he? he? he it's a, it's a, how good is it? I'm, I was just going to say, to me, it was like a career highlight. I'm in a movie with lots of scenes with Paul Hogan. They've also got, I, I, do, I wasn't in scenes with these guys, but in the movie, Chevy Chase, oh, John wow. Cleese, Olivia Newton-John. That's unreal. Well, some of my favourite movies that, stars ever were in the same movie I was in. That's awesome. That's all time. The fucking dream team. That, that brings up something for me. Um, I recently went to a um, Grease sing-along, and I think you were in the crowd. Is that... Can you confirm or deny? Yeah, I was there. Was it at the Orpheum? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I swear that's poorly, but I, I was like, I'll leave yeah, you alone. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. I, I went with my hello. girlfriend. It was really fun. Love that movie. Yeah, no, 
Did you, I was with a chick with real massive hooters. Yeah, you were. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> that was definitely me. He talked about it on the podcast. He's like, he's <laughs> he didn't want to, he didn't want to cock block you. <laughs> Do you know she? She was um. That one. She was twenty eight in that movie, playing a seventeen year old. Well, I, mean, no, she, I, I, I mean, Greece is one of my favorite movies. I, I love Greece. Uh, Unreal. Just, I don't know. I, it's, it's not. It's not a great movie. It's a bit of a dicky movie, really. But I enjoy I don't know it as well. Yeah, uh, me too. I, yeah, what do you reckon's going movie. on at the end? Olivia when they fly off in the car, what's happening what? there? Yeah. You know. Well, the only thing, the, the funniest thing about Olivia Newton-John is I used to work with Ian Turpy on Swift and Shift. You know, I don't know if you know Ian Turpy, the, the, the game show host, whatever. He was a big actor. He was like, he and her were apparently like uh, Kylie and Jason in the 50s, you know? Right. And so Turpy was a mate of mine for, for ages. And then I found out that he was just, he was a real pants man back in the day. He banged Olivia Newton-John. He was banging all these like hot, famous chicks. And he used to have this weird code thing with him and uh, Barry Crocker where if someone was rooting a chick in their apartment because they were living together, <laughs> you'd have to hang this certain towel out the window so you would know as you were walking up, you know? That's awesome. So, <laughs> towel's hanging out. Probably have to fuck off for about an hour, come back, you know? They had the towel out. That's good. We never had that issue when no, we lived we together. Don't. Yeah, we, we did not we bang girls. Bang <laughs> if we're having a good wank, I would hang something out. I'd be like, yo, I'm having a good wank. You'd hang the tissues out hang on the, the door. Hang the tissues. Yeah, stick, yeah. Em, stick, stick them on the door. Stick them on. So if you could still... <laughs> Imagine being the flatmate. I was going to say, imagine being the flatmate. Um, you know, Turpy comes in, you know, he's banging the Livia Newton-John over there in the other room and you're just in the toilet, you do a big shit <laughs> and then poor Livia Newton-John comes out after and take a shower and then there's your smell of your turd. I wonder if that happened. Surely, <laughs> I reckon it would. Or well, imagine that, if you went in there and it was the smell of her turd. Right. <laughs> Back when I was living at the just Back when I was living at my parents, whenever I would take a shit, I swear the cleaner would rock up. And she was only there like once every two weeks. But just as I did it, she'd rock up. I'm like, oh no, now she's gonna hit that. She's gonna hit that smell. And she knows it's me. Is she hot? No. Uh. Uh, you would. Then what are you worried about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, respecting. <laughs> I'm trying to jag her. Um so if you don't mind, we've got uh, some fans to ask you questions. Um, a lot of our listeners fucking love your stuff. Who should we go with first, Scotty? I mean, Scotty. That was oh. a mo- Tom. <laughs> He's been on his Bucks weekend too long. These are Patreon questions. So. I'm, tell- I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, he's not going to pass a drug test later. Yeah, no. no I can't his drive eyes are popping week. out, aren't they? <laughs> I can't drive for a few weeks. All right, this is from Tia. Is there going to be more Fat Pizza Houses? Oh, You've no, said there are. No. They're both coming out. Yes, she can get excited. Yes, and we're, we're we're even talking about doing more. So we've got to be clear. We've got a new Houses versus the virus next month. Uh, fat Pizza early next year, awesome. and it looks like another Houses and Fat Pizza next year as well. Oh wow! Don't stop, mate. Don't, Don't stop. Love it. All right, this is from Hiko. Thank you. With all cancel culture going on, have you had any backlash due to shows, racial stereotypes, especially like shows like Swift and Shift? And yeah, that's his question. Not not really. We didn't get included. Well, the the difference between our shows, I think, and some of those other ones is we have proper ethnics in the shows. We don't have fake black people. We don't have (laughs) fake Chinese, you know, fake disabled or fake old people. They're all real. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... um, I think that's smart. yeah, if um, I don't know, if uh, look, I think there's too much cancel culture and all that, and I think there's there's like a kind of hokey talk about diversity. Everyone talk about diversity, diversity, but there's zero diversity as far as I can see on most you know yeah. TV in Australia. But we actually are a diverse show. We we've been doing it for you know 20 years. Every face, and I, I, the reason I have so many faces is not to be just like for the sake of being ethnic. It's like that's what you see in the street in Australia. I like to show totally. the face of Australia. You know. Well, I mean, I haven't been to fucking Summer Bay. I've travelled the whole country. I've never been to Summer Bay and seen, That's seen this place with all these good-looking models which suck on tattoos. I haven't seen it. That's, that is Cronulla. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think. I think. Also, like, uh, I think you rip on every culture evenly. Like, you fucking smash them all. Well, everyone smashes their own culture, and then also you are unapologetic. You're saying we're having a fucking joke. They're all, we're all having a joke together. All these diverse people. If you got a problem with it, you're just fucking. That's on you. We don't fucking care. 
Well, there's probably something else that like is different in, 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 in our shows is that because I write everything, it's not like a team of writers. I don't have a writing, it's a traditional background. It's, I don't know how to do it. I just do what I think I should do. You know what I mean? So we, we always have a different flavor to most other writing because we're not, well, I'm literally not part of any kind of writing team group, you know, union. <laughs> I just try and do what I think is funny. It's as simple as that. You have the silly characters. You know? I think that's how it should be. Yeah, okay. Next question from Amazing Toaster. Uh, full name, I believe. <laughs> what is your wildest fan interaction? <clears throat> Fuck, you must mm. have a few crackers. There's a lot of crazy ones. I mean, um, I'll give you a PG one first. Uh, the, the guy that plays Big Wheels in Houses, he actually is he's the guy in the wheelchair. He mm. came to one of our stage shows and he was doing like burnouts <laughs> in his chair That's awesome. and drifting. In the uh, in the, the auditorium uh, outside the theatre, and people saying, "Oh, you got to see this guy. He's drifting." And I loved I loved him so much. Now he's part of the show. So, oh, that's how you found him. Actually, end up on the that's show. So good. Yeah, <laughs> he's just an audience member. That's know? awesome. That's but I, I just he was. You know, but, um, but then you know, like there's a lot of sex stuff. I, I don't know if I want to go into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that is the next question. It's, it's a big from the same guy. He says, "Which fans are better to root? Ones from Houses or from Fat Pizza?" <laughs> Well, definitely the Houses ones are much more easy to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> they do more. <laughs> That's funny. And that, and that, and they're usually, you know, they're usually the sort of girl who likes to get the when I bring, you know, get the thong out, and they want to bend over and they want to get a whole series of thongs right on the butt cheeks. So that always makes it even more enjoyable. I love that you're wearing thongs right Getting now. The thongs well. out during the route. I fucking love that. I was watching um some of your live clips from uh your stand-up shows where you thong the audience members. <laughs> and fuck, you go hard on them, don't yeah. you? You know, because yeah, I tell you how well, the, the thonging. I never even wanted to do the thong, right? So when Houses sort of came out and I throw the thong around and that. I started doing stand-up shows and then people at the end of it would always go, come on, Frankie, thong me, come on, fucking thong me. And I go, I don't want to fucking thong me. They go, come on, fucking thong me. So I'd, I'd give them a little tap or something, you know. And they go, is that all you fucking got? Me motherfucking, it's fine. And they, so I said, fuck you then, you want a hard one? I'll give you a hard one. So now I don't hold back. They get, they get, like, and keep in mind, I used to be a boxer, so I give them a full hook swing, you know, the whole shoulders in it, it. The, the ass cheeks in it. It's a hard hit. <laughs> Frenchie has the same problem because he's done a lot of shoeys in his videos. So now when he does stand-up, they always call out, do a shoey. Yeah. He's got to do it out of some mank shoe on stage. I never I never wanted to initially. And then once I embraced it, I'm like, fucking, they, they enjoy it, I enjoy it. Let, let's just drink out of someone's shoe. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I hear exactly. That's how the thought. Well, now the, the thonging used to be just like a thing we did at the meet and greet, but it became so like full on. Because you'd, you'd thong someone and everyone would go like, oh, you know, like it's a big moment, you know. So I said, we've got to get this in the show. So now it's actually the conclusion of the show. I ask audience members who want to be thonged to come on stage. <laughs> that's and, awesome. That's a, that's a good finish. Men, men get, get it in the face. Women get it on the ass. And um, yeah, in the then face. I finish the show with a song about thonging. So, you know, it's the Everyone gets a little souvenir to leave with. <laughs> that's killer. Hey, okay. Some of the bruising. <laughs> I wish I could show you. I've, like I've done, I think I've done on, on some butt cheeks up to like about eighty thong slaps. And what you'll see with the thong slap is, what you know when you when you hit with the thong, you see the plugger. The plugger leaves the bruise. Oh. So you can you can count exactly how many thongs by the amount of plugger marks on an ass cheek. That's funny. <laughs> it's your calling card. Yeah. Milk bar. <laughs> <laughs> It's like how yeah, Batman's got that light in the sky, you know, the, the plugger mark. You know? <laughs> That'd be like a like an old western, like a shootout. Pull out the thong, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's next? Um, this is from Miles. He said, "Do you still talk to the guys from Fat Pizza? You still work with them? Yeah, we're still working with them. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, not on set. They can't look you in the I'm eye. I'm not gonna lie. I won't, I'm not gonna name names. Over the years, some people have really fucked me over, and, um, mm. and I, I like to think that I'm a pretty generous kind of person. So um, some I don't talk to, but most, you know, we talk when we work. And some some people in the shows are really like, like I would say, close friends. You know, that's good. Like the the k -k 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 Abdul guy is actually I would consider him a, a good <laughs> friend. And yeah. The guy in the wheelchair has actually become a really good friend of mine as well. So, uh, James. Yeah, he's a great uh, Big wheels is his yeah. character. Very funny. Um, we got one from uh, Pidge and Scrab. I don't know. I s 
She must saw, be a chick, yeah. She saw you on Tinder. Does he have any better chat up lines than Frenchie? What's your um go to line if you were on a Tinder type app? Well, I think my favorite pickup line is a good retro one. It's this one. Hey baby, I'm like the Rubik's Cube. The more you play with me, the harder I get. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I love that. <laughs> Done. Done. Panties drop. Done. Done. <laughs> That's over. That's over. That is good. What are you doing over here? Getting stuck on the cords. Don't worry, <laughs> worry about yourself. <laughs> Frenchie just had a moment. All right, we got um this one's a bit of a rogue one. I don't really understand it, but I'm gonna read it. This is from Hiko again. It says, How fat is the pizza? Is it chubby, fat, or morbidly obese? Is it thin enough to be rolled up and used as a fleshlight or too fat for that? Uh, well, I've never heard of anyone using the pizza uh, for a fleshlight before. <laughs> I know what a fleshlight is. I don't own one. Um, I don't know. I reckon you could probably do that. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a morbidly obese pizza. I'd say just sort of, you know, just generally fat, just general fat, if we had to compare it to a human being. Like not, I don't know, like a, like a Rebel Wilson fat as opposed to um, my 90-pound fucking life fat. Oh, yeah. the, those are fat. They, those are real they fat. Are, they are. I always get sucked into those shows. I watched one the other day and I was really into it. And then at the end, it just had like a title credit come up, and it said they died. Oh fuck! Yeah, there was no there was no oh, resolution. Really? The person just, just died, and you didn't get to see it. No. Oh. Yeah. So Shame. that was depressing as hell. Mm. I like all the different angles we've been getting from you, Paulie. You just because you is your ha ha and getting tired. I reckon it must be getting tired. It's I, close to an it hour. It is true. I don't I don't have a fucking holder. I'm just using my hand. Well, so, um, you know, lucky, lucky I'm training. We <laughs> won't uh, keep you can't keep you too much longer. We fucking appreciate you doing this. Anything else you want to talk about while we got you? No, I'm, I'm not in a hurry, boys. I don't know. Uh, what I want to talk about. Um, I don't know. Maybe just a fun fact for people out there. You know, like I actually have to keep myself in pretty pretty good shape for all the shows because just the it's so physical just to handle all the different jobs for a start. But then all the stunts, so I've got to do all the stunts. So I coordinate all the fights. Oh, sick! You know, like in the in the new houses, like I had to do I don't know how many bloody fights. It was like two two or three fights in every episode, more or less. But you know, they, it's it's full on. He's got to fall on the floor. Do you, do you have a favorite you know, fight? Out of all your fights, because obviously every episode there's amazing fights, hilarious fights. Is there one that stands out? I have to always go back to the fat pizza, the clowns, where I fight the Ronald McDonald <laughs> yes. clowns. Like, uh, that's, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was actually a real iconic piece of comedy. Just It was like Bruce Lee meets Ronald McDonald meets <laughs> fat pizza, you know, meets a Western. And we put wrestling in there as well. I love just, it. One of those weird things that happen is just, you know, people still kind of, you know, uh, show me that clip and, you know, they like it. So there you go. It's awesome. Have you been injured ba- uh, badly doing all your stunts? Uh, I wouldn't say badly, but uh, I've got a few niggling injuries. Like I used to do a thing. Um, we used to do fat pizza stage shows kind of in around about 2003 at the Edmore Theatre and some other big theatres. And we, there was a scene. It was quite a big show back then, but I had a scene with Vulcan the Gladiator. I don't know if you know him, but he's big big wrestler sort of guy. And we had like an argument. It was meant to be like a nightclub doorway. And I have an argument with the bouncer. And then, then he picks me up and he does like what's called a backbreaker. So I don't know if you know in wrestling, they sort of pick you up long, like long ways and then make it look like you're getting your back broken over their knee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to do that. I, and it, used, it was so good because it used to trip everyone out because like I would, hit, I would sort of hit the deck of the theatre and then they'd sort of, you'd hear everyone get shocked. I thought I was dead. Then I'd actually fall off the stage onto the ground <laughs> and stay down for about five seconds. And people really thought I was fucked, you know. But then I'd get up and beat him up and all that. So, you know, but that, the point of it was, that story, I really damaged my knee falling night after night on that bloody uh, Enmore Theatre yeah. hard Wood from 1921, you know, <laughs> boards. Uh, so it's probably only my. I've, I've stacked a million times. Uh, scratches, cuts, nothing broken, thank God. Touch wood. Touch wood. Know. That's good. I noticed um, recently on your Instagram you ran with the Bulls. I did that when I was 19 as well. I just want to hear how it went for you. Oh man, I had a great time. It was uh, I was sort of over there and. Um, I went with this chick and then, I don't know, she got really drunk the night before and then I said, oh, she didn't want to get up and I said, oh, I'm going to have a look, you know. I'll, I'll look for tomorrow. <laughs> and I went down to the to the, the bull thing. I don't know if, you, if you've, well, you know what it's like, yep. but for people who don't know what it's like, it's like uh, about two Ks mm-hmm. in this kind of, I don't know, old 
really old uh, European town. And they blo they barricade it all off so that all the cross streets are gone. So the bulls only have one path. So there's all these barricades. That's the first thing you see. So, you know, anyway, I had a bit of a look over the barricade and some Aussies were there. They go, boy, what are you doing? Come on. I said, no, I'm just looking. They go, ah, come on. I said, fuck it. All right, I'll come. So I was meant to just look. So I jumped in and, um, you know, you're all standing there waiting for ages. And then you hear this like, like a, like a hooter goes off and a bell. And then everyone starts running. You know, the, the bulls haven't come yet unless you're right at the beginning. Cause like, the, the, the thing that people think is that you actually run with the bulls for ages, but the bulls are too quick. Like they run past you basically. Uh, yeah. Or you've got to be mad or like a super sprinter <laughs> to keep up with them. So you do, you sort of run with them for about maybe five, six, ten, I don't know, as long as you can. Um, but that's the funny thing. Like the, the honker goes off and before the bulls are anywhere near you, everyone's running. And I'm thinking, what the, where the fuck are they running for? There's no bulls here yet, you know? They're going to be at the end of the, the you know, the, the run before you, we've seen a bull. Because you get to the end and there's a, a bullfighting stadium. Yeah, the yeah, vegans yeah. love this, this this whole thing. You know, just there's so many vegans there. They were just <laughs> going, I love bullfighting. Good. <laughs> you know, there was a whole vegan team. I was really impressed. Vegan they team. were really quite open-minded. <laughs> they were there in the bullfighting ring, going, "Oh, look at this! Great! The animals are out there getting into it. Getting, the sun, they were clapping when people got gored. <laughs> they love it. The Spanish vegans. But look, it was a long ass answer, but I loved running with the bulls. Really exciting, you know. I finally did get to run with the bulls. Did, I touched one, which is supposed to be kind of good, yeah, luck. good luck. Did you smack and any with your thong? No, nah, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was being careful, man. I was still big killer animals, man. <laughs> yeah, like, they were massive, every one man. of them's like about two ton, you know. They're, they're monsters, but yeah. it doesn't the, the 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 footage on TV doesn't do it justice. Yeah, like it's crazy you know, when you see people get. I I saw one guy got actually horned right in the ass. And I saw him later. He was walking around with his hands covering his ass. And over there, you have to wear white. Like, it's, mm, it's the tradition. Yeah. So he's got fucking blood running all down his bloody <laughs> pants. It's, it's pretty dangerous. A little ass but, um, period. I loved him. I did, I did it twice. So I ran oh, really? one day and then I ran the next day. You're crazy doing You're, it twice. Did you run backwards the next day so you get a different view? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Next time. It's funny, the exact same thing happened to me. Me and my mates were like, we're just going to go look and then we'll run the next day so we kind of know what we're in for. And then another Aussie bloke convinced us to fucking do it that day. These, they're just around there just to get us in trouble, I think. Well, I, I should explain. I wasn't being extra brave the second time that I did it. It's because I left that chick back in the room the first day and she wanted to do it the second. Oh. <laughs> cut that I ran without it. So, chick factor. You. Yeah. What do they say? Power of the pussy? Yeah, that's yeah, it. I, so. I noticed you've also got a little sausage dog. We've been, yes. We've been trying to... Buddy, he's just he's just off camera at the moment. Oh, really? Frenchie doesn't have a dog yet. Um, How would you convince him to get a dog? Mate, they're the best. Well, first of all, you're going to have to take less drugs because they need a bit of attention <laughs> and you can't just be out of it all the time. So just say so you know. I give a lot of attention when I'm on it, so that'll be fine. <laughs> just, just afterwards, I won't be. <laughs> I get it. They're great. I, well, I don't know. I, I, look, I, um, I sort of ended up looking after the dog for somebody else and then they didn't want it, so it became my dog. So I wasn't, I wasn't really looking for a dog, but I've got to say... He's like my Chewbacca now. I'm like Han Solo and he's like my little Chewbacca. So <laughs> That's awesome. We have this special relationship like Chewie and Yeah, I feel like Han Solo. I feel like it's good to have in quarantine as well when you're locked down, you got a little friend. I think it's good. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, anyone who's got a dog knows they they they're better than humans. They're always That's true. always nice to you. <laughs> as long as you feed them. What's Here's a How many humans can you say that about? If, if you just feed them, they're going to be nice to you, you know? True. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to have a girlfriend who was like a dog. That's what I want. I want a girlfriend who's like a dog. You, get one you of those. come home, and she's there, she's waiting for you, she's excited, going, fuck, I missed you so much. You <laughs> fucking fuck, it's good to see you. I didn't say good. And you just give them a little snack. And give oh, a little fucking snack. Fucking thank you so much. Imagine that. Put, the, put yeah. the bowl on the ground. What, they'll lap some water up. <laughs> get one of those 900-pound wife ones, the life ones, and just come home with I want to... I'm going to ring up Elon Musk after this and see if we can create some clone women, I don't know, cyborgs Ooh. to uh, have the dog mentality but the female body. That would be good. <laughs> that would be a funny movie. There's there's your next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a, put a dog brain into the, into the female brain. cyborg. I think that's, that might not get on SBS. That might no, be a little bit. That. They'll love that. <laughs>
<laughs> that might be a bit controversial. I, mean, I feel like uh, I've been probably talking a little bit politically incorrectly, but uh, I don't know. I, I've got to this point where I, I, I don't feel like being careful about what I say anymore. No, you know, I've been around long enough. Yeah. I've done enough. We do and that. PC stuff really, really, no, I find it very boring. We, and we I don't, don't like really rewriting do it on history. This yeah. We don't worry about that. Yeah, where we Pulling down statues, rewriting history, yeah. you know, like changing everything that we've known as human beings for 2,000 years. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> like, People just need to fucking relax. You don't need so. a third gender... <laughs> you don't need a third gender toilet fucker. Just pick one. Pick a or toilet. Or the disabled. The disabled's already there anyway. <laughs> you know, you could just use that. Pick, like, pick a toilet. I had we're going to have a disabled and a third gender I did this one. I mean, it's going to... So, Garland? I was going to say, toilets... Toilets will be like the app store soon. There'll be so many choices. You don't know which one to go. <laughs> Bro, I was in a nightclub in Melbourne once and I went, got to the urinal. There's a girl standing at the end of the urinal. She's not doing nothing. I just stand next to her. I start peeing. She's looking at me and she goes, do you care that I'm in here? That I'm in your bathroom? I'm like, what? why would I care? But you're like, I'm peeing on your feet. You're like, move back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's legit weird. just trying to start a fight over nothing. I was like, you're a fucking weird bitch, eh? Hey? You know what you should have done, man? At that point, you should have done the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should have done. R. Definitely. Kelly, no, R. Kelly. And just, and just said, does my helicopter bother you? <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a guy that's like a legend that um, people used to talk about, and he was called Trough Boy. And he used to be on Oxford Street. He used to lie in the trough and people would piss on him. Trough I've boy. heard that legend. Yeah, trough boy. Trough boy. Yeah. That is a superhero. <laughs> that is. I don't know what he's. What's there was a, a weird thing at the gay Mardi Gras. Yeah, there used to be apparently at all the parties. There was some guy who used to lie in the urinal. I mean, yeah, good on you, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever gets you off. Whatever. That's Whatever it. Whatever you want. Just, just, a, I just can picture that guy like you know, like it's a week after Mardi Gras. He's in the hospital. He's got all sorts of bloody diseases. And the doctor's looking at the thing, going, "How the fuck did you get all this?" You know, like, he goes, "I'm trying." Well, I was lying in a urinal. Yeah. About two thousand people pissed on me. Yeah. Could that have been of the thing? Do you think that might have done it? You know? And doctor, the doctor will be like, "Oh, trough boy, yeah, I've heard of you. You do fucking oh, good work." Yeah, I pissed on you last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh... that's it. What's your um, favourite cameo? I noticed in your movie you have all these great cameos of different people, must be mates, jumping in. Who's your favourite that you've had? Uh, I don't know. Probably I, we, very early on in pizza we had the cast of Prisoner, like the original Prisoner. Oh. You know, we had B. Smith and I did, delivered a pizza. And I, I think they, I can't remember if they raped me or something, but anyway... <laughs> It's funny. That's awesome. Like in the scene. The you wouldn't, scene. You wouldn't <laughs> want. No, you, no, you wouldn't want to remember that. You've blocked it out. You've blocked it out. <laughs> you yeah, know, well, I've been, I've been really lucky. Like I got to kind of meet pretty much at least Australian actors. All the actors that I wanted to meet, or, or most of them, I'd say maybe seven out of ten that I wanted to work with, I got to over the years, which is great. You know, that's who's, awesome. Who's the yeah. last? Who's the last few that you haven't? Who? Who? Will I start peer pressuring them to get to get on you? Oh. Get on you, Hugh Jackman. Oh, look, you know when you get those A-level people, they'll they'll never do it because you know you got to go through the kind of the agents. Yeah, and just true. you know, too much. Probably the, the entire budget would go with their catering uh, requirements. <laughs> you know what I mean? With so, their foot massages. Mm. We we're, we're much better with you know washed up people. You know, <laughs> when their career is over, they come to us. It's <laughs> much better. Uh, Robert Kelly could be good. Mark Kelly. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, Kelly, yeah. he's, he's looking well, for it's work. Funny, like I actually want to use, you know that. Well, the guy in Wolf Creek, you know John Jarrett, yeah, the actor, yeah. you know, he got accused of this and that, and he got off. So I would work with him. You know, I think that's that's cool. But because I, I wonder if it's wrecked his career or not. He'll know? be cheap. Mm -hmm. Nah, he'll be looking for work. That's smart. Go for the recently cancelled actors. Get them cut price. I like that. Yeah, I'll get Craig McLaughlin in there. You know, who else we got? Uh, uh, you know? What's his name? Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> Burke, Burke from Burke's Anyone backyard. Anyone who's been the Don Burke. Yeah. Don Burke. Don Burke. Do a gardening Don Burke, scene. yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the classics. I've actually got a weird scene coming up. But I, 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 we haven't shot it yet, so I don't know if it'll actually eventuate, but it'd be pretty funny. I've, like, Jeff Fennick is kind of a... He's related to me, but not directly. The boxer yep. we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. And um, I've got a... I've got a scene where he's my uncle 
And every time I go to his house, he keeps putting his fights on from when he was a champion. <laughs> and, he, and he keeps like slapping me around and fight, sparring me because I always say I'm a champion boxer in the show. So I can awesome. just think, oh, you, you, you think you fucking good deal? Come on, look, come, Paulie. Come on, watch yourself. Please, please bring back in the 1984 Olympics. How good am I? Look, how good am I? I'm a real boxer. You know, do like that. That's sick. <laughs> I love that. That's sick. All right. What else have we got? Is there anything you'd like to plug while you're here? Any how how can people stay in touch with you? Not stay in touch. That sounds weird. But oh, look, you know, the Instagram, Instagram. I do the Instagram. You know, stupid TikTok. Even though I don't post much on that. Um, TikTok's fun. It's weird. It's stupid, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the dance. I, I just can't work out all that text. You stick at all the text. Yeah, you know? that's you're sitting sad. there, me. I'm smiling with that music, and then, and then I go, you know, hi, I'm falling. You know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up in Marrickville. You know, like, when I was six, this really bad thing happened to me. I never got over it. That seems to be a lot of TikToks that I yeah, see. Yeah, no, that's most of them. That's all of them. That is. And then do a dance. Do a dance in, yeah. a, cro- in a crop top. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Paulie's Instagram is at uh, Paulie. Is that it? Oh, yeah, sorry. Instagram, uh, there's, Facebook, there's Mike Paulie Fennec Facebook. There there's the Houses. Um, Facebook is, you know, not a, not hard to find if you want to find us. Um, and obviously, what's coming up um, for Monty next week? I'm actually in it, I think. All right, I'll watch that one again. And then um, three weeks' time, more or less, is Houses versus the virus. Maybe, yeah. maybe slightly longer. October 27, I think. Fuck yeah! So. Excited for that one. That's that's gonna be sick. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd like to thank you so it much. It turned for out pretty on. good that one. Yeah, worth checking out. No, thank. <laughs> we will. Yeah. And uh, look, thanks, guys. It was a fun chat. Good to see you, Frenchie, again. Good you know? to see you, brother. It's you're still, uh, what? You're still connected to Mr. Taylor, our um, our uh, mutual. I see him every now and then. He's a not. fucking funny dude. He's a funny dude. Me and Paulie met at the cricket uh, way a while back now. Oh, yeah. We run into cricket. each other every now and then. Yeah, I've met I've met Taylor. He once yelled at me on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he will do that, bro. He's the boss. He's the boss. Very funny. You know that was like. I've only been to the cricket like twice in my life. Sorry, I'm not a cricket fan. I footy and all that, yes, boxing, you know. Any other, just the crickets is not my thing. So that was like just one of the most weirdly boring days of my life. <laughs> we the Especially when you met Frenchie. You Sorry were like, to cricket oh, fans out there. <laughs> oh. I've been a mixed martial artist. You watch cricket after mixed martial arts. It's boring as shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's why you got to drink more there. You got to, you just got to. Not remember it. Not remember it, yeah. Mm. No, it's an art. It's a cricket's like an I'm art. Obvi- I'm it's obviously a... way too ethnic for that sport, man. <laughs> I think so. There's <laughs> just, it's just, you know, like there's just the point when you're slightly ethnic, like you just cricket just does it. It doesn't. The DNA just rejects it, you know. <laughs> you yeah, know that's, I mean? that's fair. That's fair. But I like it's an art. Like I, I, I've stopped trying to explain why cricket's good to people because I'm like, I you know what? I, I understand why you wouldn't like it. Mm. But uh, I've never got into it either. I got no excuse. Mm. It's an art, Tom. Mm. It's an art. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, guys. I, I, I've got to. I've got to go and uh, do a bit of a workout. Get myself uh, in shape for this next series. So oh, yeah, uh, you do. I brother. love you. Leave you. Yeah, you yeah, do. Thanks heaps for coming thanks on. Thanks for uh, appreciate it. coming on, brother. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll see you on the full Monty. <laughs> we'll see you. Good on your champions. Soon. Take it easy, see you, mate. Yeah, brother.